Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday... My newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rappers had the game on lock for years. And now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all ready? Let's go. Welcome. This is Michael Collier's world. Started on Venice Beach, now he reaching the world. He'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. Super fly, nice guy. And pray if you need the word. Probably dressed to the night. Come on, get ready for the star search winner. An OG three times. This ain't no beginner. Whether you in your house, you on your breaker, out to dinner, on your job, in your car, turn it up and hey, remember. Michael talks to everybody. Michael talks to everybody. Hey, family. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Michael talks to everybody. Ooh, we, I got a special one today, y'all. We have a legend. Oh, man. It, it more legendary than you could imagine. This guy is so great. A great vocalist. Someone described him and they hit it absolutely perfect. One of the richest, most uplifting voices in R&B, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Jeffrey Osborne is in our studios right now. Well, Woody right. Woody. I'm, I'm Woody, Woody. 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 <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Jeffrey. You know, joining me today is one of the greatest comedians out there. Any clean comedian. I was telling uh, Mr. Osborne that this guy won't cuss no matter what happens. You can hit him in the head with a two-by-four. Josiah Jones ain't going to say no curse words. He, he also is a minister. 
you know, and, and I've seen you minister the time you did online. That boy is deep and he's funny. You know, my favorite line is his mother was white and his father was absent. I just thought that's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, <laughs> But we're both going to talk to you, Jeffrey Osborne. This is my, my, my time to find out who you are and, you know, I I, you know, I want to go back before we even start. I want to go back to your daddy. I want to go back to um. I want to go back to Legs Osborne. Yeah. He played trumpet, right? Yeah, he did. Great trumpet player. And he played with like uh, Lionel Hampton, Count Basie, Duke Ellington. So, so it's in your system. It's in your singing, music. It's in your blood. Yeah, I'm the youngest of twelve too. So all of my brothers and sisters played an instrumental sang. So, what? you know, when I came up in the house, it was just full of music. You know, it was music all around me. <laughs> With 12 kids, how do you have time to do anything else? I don't know how he had time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that's why they called him Legs. He was just... He was using them legs, wasn't it? Oh, he was moving around on them legs. <laughs> and now, did you grow up under him? Did you grow up and watch all these great people he played music with? Were you around that influence at all? I wasn't... He died when I was 13 years old. So I didn't really get a chance to see his greatness. You know, I I was the guy that was at home when he came in from playing all the gigs around oh, town. Wow. You know, he would come in after having a few drinks and throw everything on the ground and tell me to pick up, pick up, pick up the money. Pick up the money, man, and then we'll split it. And then he would sit there and play, and I would sit outside his door and listen to him play. It was just amazing. It's an it was beautiful. Do you do you keep tapes? Did you keep tapes of your well, dad? I didn't have tapes back then. I mean, come on, man. I'm 75. They, they barely had tapes. <laughs> and that's another then. thing I want to talk about. <laughs> wow. You are 75 years young. I was telling people the other day, you know, you and I did, the, or you and Stephanie Mills actually did the concert, and I was just sort of there with y'all. But your performance is that of a 40-year-old, a 35. You jumped off that stage. You walked through that audience. You had this, more energy than anybody there. And each one of your songs, you're still delivering them with that same beautiful, deep, lovely sound. It's not like crack. Because I'm watching a lot of these old people. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching a lot of these uh, uh, artists who are becoming seasoned like ourselves. I'm 66 myself, but I don't feel a day over 59. And... <laughs> They still going on stages and stuff, and I'm hearing people cracking, their music cracking, their voices cracking it off. They faking. You see some people start singing low at certain points because they can't hit that note. But you hit that stage, hit every note, just like you've been doing it the whole time. What's the secret to that? Well, I mean, the most important thing is health, you know, uh, and I think a lot of us take that for granted, uh, especially the life that we lead, because I'll tell you, the road is a beast. Tell me about uh, you know, it. When you're doing these shows and you're doing back-to-back -back nights or three, four nights in a row, and if you ain't taking care of yourself, it'll come back and get you. And I think that's where a lot of the older guys kind of slacked up a little bit. Uh, you know, I, for, I was, I've been vegan for the last 10 years. Oh, that'll just, teach you. I just started eating fish in the last six months. Because a little trainer guy I have told me that, you know, you're getting old, man. You need some fatty acids, so you better eat a little fish now and then. So, but I was strictly vegan, and uh, and I've always taken care of myself. I always think the most important thing is vocal hygiene. I take care of my instrument like it's, you know, it's just like anybody would take care of their horn. You know, you got to take care of it. You got to clean it. You got to lubricate it. You got to do all those things. And so uh, I take care of that. I, I call it vocal hygiene, where I steam every day. I steam. So it's a like bit. a hooker. 
a hooker and a coochie. You know, just it fresh. You gotta clean that thing. You gotta steam it and make sure everything's fresh. Make sure it's all right. <laughs> if that thing ain't clean, it ain't good for nobody. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> talk about your health. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Now, are you self-taught? Because I know you are a drummer as well as the lead singing LTD. And I adore LTD. I love LTD. So you are a drummer in there, too. So how did you start? Uh, I start. I I am self-taught. By the way, I'm self-taught with everything. Okay. I'm living in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm from Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, I had a brother. My older brother. I know they. I know they had the black people in Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> okay. It's family of us. A whole lot. We got a whole <laughs> lot in my family. Really? <laughs> Your family well, alone? That's one in, city right there. Being the youngest of twelve. <laughs> You know, all my brothers and sisters have four or five. Wait, you were the very youngest? I'm the youngest at 12, yeah. Dude, we have so many parallels. I'm the youngest in my family. It was five brothers. I'm the youngest. Uh, My father died when I was 12. Your father died at 13. And both of us have beautiful bald heads. You know what I mean? People are bald and their head look like hell. It look like a damn roller coaster. That lumps and shit. And your head is perfect. You know, because it's rough. It's rough when you get to the bald stage and realize your head look like furniture. You be like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. Oh my goodness. So so you did you did musical instruments before you start singing? I I played drums. Uh okay. You know, my father left his trumpet for me. That's the one thing I got was his trumpet. So I started playing trumpet. That didn't last long. I was like, okay, I don't like that armature on my lips. Oh, yeah, and it would swell right there in the middle. uh So I played a little bit and kind of put that down. And then uh, my brother left a set of drums in my basement, and I just sat down, and for some reason I could play. I had no lessons at all. I just sat down, and I was able to play. It just felt natural. Yeah. So I started playing around town when I was like 14, 15 years old in my little local bands and uh that's how i met him well that's where i met the oj's first i met the oj's coming through providence rhode island when i was 15 years old and i used to play in that nightclub and i told my mom i want to go see the oj's it was a school night she's like all right all right go ahead just be back you know if i go see them and the night that they are performing i'm watching their drummer was actually on heroin he was on. He was falling asleep after every song, so he would wow. play a song and then he would not out, and then he would play another song. And he would not. And I'm 15 and I'm sitting there saying, "What? What is that?" Right there. <laughs> so I talked to the club owner. He let me meet them after the show, and I said, "Look, man, you guys, you guys need a drummer." They said, "Yeah, uh, we need one right now." You, I said, "Well," I said, <laughs> they said, "No, you're too young." You can. You, I said, "Well, I know all the guys. I'll bring a few guys up." audition if you let me audition i said okay so bought a few guys up all the guys in town and i ended up getting a job so my first job was when i was 15 playing with you know an established group was the the oj's and then i met wow and i met ltd under the same circumstances i met them i met them when i was about 20 years old they would come through town and everybody said look there's 10 black musicians playing in this club down the street you got to go see him i said i ain't seen 10 black musicians in providence ever so all together yeah so too i wow. went to see him the night i went to see them their drummer got taken to jail for smoking marijuana outside the club that was 1970 i was 19 so you know that was a major offense 
So they locked him up and the club owner said, can you help us out? Can you play drums with this group? I'm like, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing top 40. I, was, I knew it all top 40 because I used to work part time in a record store. So I went in, played the night, sang a couple of songs and they asked me to join the group. So I owe my career to drugs. I got my jet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and heroin, heroin at that. I owe my career to heroin. <laughs> oh my God. So did you really play like they wanted you to be able to play when you first started? Did you get on them drums? Did you just do your thing? Or you oh, were yeah, just yeah. winging no. it? Yeah, because I had a local group and we had all the best jobs in town. I played and sang at the same time. And uh, so when I joined LTD, I did the same thing. I was playing and singing most of the time. And then we recorded. We had this one song in 1975 called Love Ballad. Come on! That's uh, one of my favorite songs, man. I love that song so much. uh, And, you know, there's four horn players in LTD. So record company came to me and said, look, you got to get up from behind the drums because the ladies are going crazy over this song. They can't even see you singing it. You got to get out front. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do with myself out front. I'm so used to this, doing this with my hands and singing. So they got me a, a teacher. So I got a, a guy who was uh, the theater director at LA City College. And he came in and he worked with me and he taught me how to, you know, work the stage. And there's one thing he had taught me that I'll never forget. He said, the most important thing is to reach the last person in the last seat. He said, you get that last person in the last seat, you got the whole audience. So he just taught me how to, you know, how to bring in an audience, how to work with the audience. And it was invaluable. Wow. Wow. I want to see. I was trying to pull that up real quick. Uh, now, I was trying to pull up. Love Ballad? Hmm? Why did they name it Love Ballad? Like, I see all the words in it. And he, <laughs> I'm young, but I, I was like, my mother loves this song. And I'm like, right. she's like, it's the Love Ballad. I'm like, well, what's the name of the song? Right. <laughs> It's a love battle. You know what? I have no idea why. I if, if I had written it, I wouldn't have called it Love Ballad. But it was written by this guy, Skip Scarborough, who was an incredible songwriter. Skip Scarborough wrote a bunch of hit songs for Earth, Wind, and Fire. He wrote, you know, You Can't Hide Love. He was just a great writer. And I don't know. He just came up with, I guess when he was writing it, he was, I'm going to write this love ballad. And that's what he ended up calling it. And Love you knowledge. killed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm 50 years old. Uh. Boy, a lot of people got some on this one. <laughs> a whole lot of us was born to this one. Yes, sir. Uh, if y'all yeah. don't know about Love Ballad, you know about this is one of America's greatest classics, black or white, that song. Love Ballad. Ooh, a lot of people went in on that one. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, it was fortunate to be able to get a hold of that that song. It, it was turned down by Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> oh my God! How beautiful was that for y'all? First, and uh, Maurice said he didn't wasn't feeling it. He wasn't feeling it. He so wasn't he feeling gave it. it. They gave it to us, and uh, <sighs> interesting. So that was one of them songs that uh, I fought with the producers the night I sang it. Didn't want to sing. Was ready to go home. They taught me in the stand at like four o'clock in the morning. I'm singing a, a song, you know, it was four in the morning. So I got sang it one time and left and said, I'm done with it. Came back the next day. They said, oh, this is done. You don't have to do nothing to this. <laughs> I'm like, right. What? I sang it one you, time you and won- walked out. <laughs> 
You one take Jake? You did it one time. I did it one time. I didn't want to do it then. I didn't want to because I've been waiting in the studio since eight o'clock. They showed up at one in the morning. And so we had this big argument. And they were like, well, you still got time, man. You can go. So I'm like, I don't want to sing right now. So I did it, did it one take. And when I came back and listened to it, I said, yeah, I'm not going to mess with that either. <laughs> what? And it turned out to be the either. biggest ever. Hey, we got to take a quick break right now. I got to talk to a man about a horse. Hey, y'all, this is uh, your boy, Michael Kaya. And I'm here with the world famous, the awesome, the crooner himself, Jeffrey Osborne. And my team will be right black in a pair of seconds. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman, some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better. I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. From the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists. Like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad libs on that song. It's that one Y'all hear this, man? And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. 
Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of international Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're black. I mean, we're back. And I am with <laughs> I, I am with Jeffrey Osborne, who is so amazing. And I had the pleasure of actually being on a stage with him. Then we performed a couple of weeks ago. And I, I'm just blown away how excellent, how strong your performance is at 75 years young. Ooh. Don't you want to go lay down? How do people feel when they're 75? <laughs> I'm 66. Oh, and we have a young lady who would us as well today. Straya Black is a brilliant comedian, and Ooh. she's like one of my sidekicks, and she's my my partner on the morning show. Hey, Straya, you on hey, mute right y'all. now. Hey, listen, hey. I got to listen, Miss Osborne. What the fuck are you doing drinking from the fountain of youth? Because you look 12. You look 12. <laughs> and and I just want to tell you, I know for a fact that my mama was doing what she didn't have no business off of your music. <laughs> I know for a fact she was. But it's uh, so beautiful. I think um just in general for music is missing just love, period. You just the pure love is no one who just pours out love anymore you know what i'm saying so i'm just honored to you know be on here and just to see you like this is really a blessing uh well hey it's a pleasure it's so nice to meet you i feel like out of place i'm like uh, the only singer here i got comedians all around me here no no no, oh, no I, can I, sing too. A bit. I sang a little bit mr osborne uh, yeah. <laughs> they both say they sing I, yeah, I didn't want it. talent shows in the third grade and everything now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, sing praise, I sing praise and worship at church right now. I'm a praise and worship leader. You better be bringing it if you're singing in church. You better be bringing it. Some of the <laughs> best vocalists we have on this show started at church. They sang, they sang at church now. So at 75 years young, what was the greatest and the most exciting performance that you've ever done? Something that just rocked you. You just had to go over the corner and sit down and catch yourself and recover from it. It was so amazing. What was that? I it's that's hard to choose. I mean, there's been so many. I just did one at 75 in Detroit, and I could have sworn I must be Michael Jackson or somebody. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. I mean, what's going on? They stood up the whole concert, they sang every word to every song. It was amazing. There's been so many moments like that. It's hard to pick one. I think New Orleans might be one of my favorite places to play because people in New Orleans, they just love music. They love everybody. You know, uh, uh, New Orleans love party. That's it. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, They're yeah. going to eat it, drink it, make love to it, dance with it. They're doing all that shit right out in the street. <laughs> 
you. I have a question, Mr. Osborne. So with the way that music is now, do you have a new favorite artist? Like, I know sometimes, you know, people like, I don't listen to nobody for real, or I listen to contemporary music. Do you have someone that you listen to that you like that's kind of fairly new or something like that? You know what? It's 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 kind of hard for me to listen today to a lot of the today's music. It's it's so different. You know, I appreciate some of the people out and and I am completely blown away with the success of some of the younger people. It's amazing how well they have done. I, I wish that my generation had done what they're doing, which is they collaborate with everybody. I mean, you look up and they're all on each other's albums and I which, love that. Yeah, I, love I love that. that about that. You know, I love that about the young artist. Uh, I think today's music, like we were saying earlier, it doesn't have the character or, for me, the melodic depth that music had back then. But the following is amazing. I mean, these kids are selling just oogabs of records. And I mean, it, I so I have to say that I respect what they're doing uh, quite a bit. But, I, you know, like you were saying, I don't get that that love feeling anymore. A lot of it is. That's what I was going to ask you. Are there any more crooners? There's not a lot, especially male vocalists. I don't see a lot. Everybody wants to rap now, you know. Mm -hmm. And most and most of the melodies are basically almost like a, a rap melody. It's all kind of monotone. There's no verses and then a bridge and then a chorus. And, you know, it's all sitting on the same little eight-bar phrase. And right, so right. It's not challenging. To sum it up, that's why it's a lot of 80s babies. You know what I'm saying? A lot exactly. of 80s and 90s babies. Exactly. Insane, where it was easy to take women's panties off versus now they just like, bitch, take your panties off. Like, it's a little different. You know, men sang to you real pretty, where it was like, it was an ease, or, you know, like, right. you know, let's just do it. But, you know, now it's everything is a lot rougher, basically. It, it is. Just, mm. And I think we've lost respect for women in today's music. I mean, I just hate to hear people calling them bitches and hoes and this and that. And what the thing is, they buying it. I don't get it. Yes. <laughs> and Mr. Osborne, to your point, to your point, on the wings of love. There ain't nobody going on Ooh. the wings of love no more. No, ain't that ain't happening. On the wings of love. Right. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody holding on. Come on, somebody. <laughs> See, <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody talking about I'll, I'll make believe. Ain't nobody doing that. It's right. all in they face like you sung songs you would be like on the wings of love now it's like i'm gonna beat it up until your back hurt for real beat it up daddy then beat it up daddy then i was like <laughs> the women said period beat it yeah, up it's period, period. i miss the songs where you said my one and only love come on somebody yes you better yes. shut up Songs yes. like that made mm. love. Now, Mr. Osborne, they just screwing. They not making yeah. love. No, you're right. And he can enunciate his words. He enunciate his words. Like, you can hear him and enunciate his words. You don't know half the shit people talking about now. <laughs> you, you, now all you say is the beat was nice. That beat was yeah. nice. Well, hey. Australia and Josiah, this is before you, you kids time, but there was a day when people actually held each other and danced slowly. Come on. Y'all don't right. remember that, do you? Right. You remember that, Josiah? 
No, nah, you better not touch a motherfucker on the dance floor. I wish the fuck you would. You better not touch. Get your hand off me. But it was all about the blue light in the basement, man. We throwing some LTD. We gra- grinding. I know you too young to remember grinding, Straya. Remember uh, grinding? We, we I be know dancing what grinding just... is because I remember Pokino night. And Pokino nights used to get rough in the family at the houses. And I was a little girl that used Pokino? to sit at the... Yeah, I used to sit at the top of the stairs while everybody was in the basement. Of course, I didn't got popped a couple of times and told going upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching. My little grown ass was watching y'all. <laughs> so, 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 Jeffrey, what is the worst experience, musical experience, the thing that didn't work out? Which one of those? Do you remember anything that turned into a disaster? I thought it was going to be great, but it, ah, it didn't work out? We had a bunch of those during the course of my career. I think one of the biggest disappointments was we finally got our chance to audition for AM Records, LTD. We've been struggling in LA. We get a chance, so we go in and we audition. And they were like, well, we're not hearing it. You know, the music is too militant. And we were militant back then. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we were, our music was all about y'all. <laughs> White folks doing this and black folks. Oh, damn. Like, they were like, uh, so we kind of messed up that audition and it kind of hurt us. But what they did was they said, well, we love you guys musically. Would you consider uh, being a band for Mary Clayton? Mary Clayton at the time was very big, you know, and she had done some work with the Rolling Stones. So we started right. performing with Mary Clayton and we did uh, the Monterey Folk Fest with her. And a band fell out. So they asked us to fill in 20 minutes. And we did 20 minutes and left the crowd standing. And a record company looked at us and said, oh, wow. So they called us back in. <laughs> and the funny thing is, our first record deal, it was one of my favorite artists, Jerry Butler, had a production Love deal. Jerry Butler. Jerry Butler had a production deal at AM Records. And we signed through his production deal for our first album. And after that, we signed directly to the label. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, so, you know, those moments you work hard, you get there, you get that big audition, and it don't happen. That was that was a tough moment for us. So at 75, are you still dreaming? Do you still have dreams of accomplishing more different things? Or have you mellowed out and just going to do? I, I'm living a dream. It's all about the dream. You know, it started with a dream. When I was 12 years old on the street corners out there, I thought I was one of the temptations. I was doing my steps. With my right, steps. right. You know, and then... 10 years later, I'm on stage opening for The Temptations, and I got to meet them. Wow. Dreaming's important. Yeah. It's all about that dream. So, yeah, I never stop dreaming. We live or die by them dreams. That's right. Depending on what yes, we sir. see, because you can right. only live the story that you write. So, so yeah. Family. You have a wife. You have five kids? Four kids. I have four kids. Four kids. Four kids. Your wife's name Sherry? Yeah, it is. My wife's name is Please she. give her our best. Tell her to say hello, me and my. It's just love down here. And are you in LA November fourth? I'm not in LA in November. I'm not. I'm gone most of November. I like that. I like being gone because that means I'm coming back with the money. Now I can't put it in Chase Bank because they just closed all my accounts without a reason. But uh, <laughs> I love coming back with the money. No, I got I got to go after them, man, because they tripping. You know, they racist and shit. You know, they they even tell me a reason. They just say, you know, we we don't understand your activity. You ain't supposed to know my activity. I should be able to take my money, put it in when I want, take it out when I want. But of course, being black, 
They assume niggas are selling drugs. I ain't slinging nothing but jokes. So I don't know what the hell they talking about, but I think I think I smell a lawsuit. Yeah, mm. it smells tasty. That's okay. That's, that's it. That's interesting right there. If you wanted your public out there to know anything that you haven't had a chance to say yet, can you say it now? What, what was one thing you want people to know about you, Jeffrey Osborne, the man, the legend? I don't know. That's that's a hard question. The things that I haven't accomplished that I still would like to accomplish, you know, and I tell me one. Tell me one. Tell me one. Well, I've never done anything as far as TV is concerned. No motion picture work other than I've had songs on TV. I've had theme songs and I've had songs in movies, but I've never done any acting. And I I think that's one thing I I would like to do. You like to try a little actor? I, I think I would. You know, the right thing comes along. I think I would. Yeah. The part I'm, I'm doing tomorrow, you would have been perfect for it. I'm so glad you didn't know about it. And uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a film where I'm, I'm, I'm a little older than 60, and I'm the guy who comes and check out everything. I, you know, I do the, the inspection, the county okay. inspection for this building, right? But come find out the guy who lives there also slept with my wife, and I recognize his face. I'm like, wait a minute. You the Hendrix, that's the musician? He said, yeah. Man, I remember you. And so at first they had passed the inspection. But then when I realized that this dude had done the Watusi with McCutie, <laughs> things changed. I can't tell y'all no more than that, but the show is called <laughs> Man, Man Your Business. That's the name of the series, Man Your Business on Bounce. But I, yeah, you should try to act. You should, you should get out there and do something. Yeah, I'd like to. Have you ever done a monologue? No. Not really. You know, and I started at one time to, you know, try to get into some voiceovers. And I never did that. And I figured I could do some voiceover work. But uh, why don't you learn a monologue? If you learn, if you learn a monologue, like a five minute monologue. Right. And if you go online, you could put up, put in monologues for black men, like 500 to jump up and find one you like. You feel good. Feel like you could say it and, and learn it. If you learn a four or five minute monologue, man, you could come on my morning show. How cold would it be to see you doing a monologue, brother? People would go crazy for that. I agree. I think that, I think, listen, I think he almost soap opera worthy. I think you like um, Young and the Restless. He doesn't, I mean, not he doesn't. What's the other one? The light, the sun, the guiding light. The guiding light, the guiding light. I really think that you should try to go do one of those, the soap opera. I really do. Yeah, oh, yeah, because they're doing a lot of soap opera. A lot of people are doing soap, soap operas, but soap opera's tough. But, you know, I, I mean, I, as a first job, because soap opera is new material every day. It's soap opera. So for five days, every single day, you got a new script for every day because it's a story that keeps unfolding every day. That's tricky to me because I don't, I don't memorize that quick. Like all the rest of this day today, I'm memorizing lines for tomorrow. I ain't got a clue, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh, I want that to happen. Please consider getting your monologue together. Then we can get you on the Michael Kyle morning show. Do your monologue. I'll bring on Miguel Nunez. He'll be the monologue judge. And we'll just have fun, man. <laughs> Do it, man. Don't be a scared. Right, Don't be a I'm scared, Jeffrey Osborne. I'm going to check that out. And give us some of that love ballad. That love uh, ballad. Mm. Gonna bless you. Mm. Let me see a little bit. Let me hear just a little bit. Let's do three lines. And we out here. So much, you know. Hey, <laughs> in love. Ooh, you made me bring my voice in. Over here. <laughs> she said, "I'm grabbing myself over <laughs> you here." You gotta stop. 
I love you, Jeffrey. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. Tell people how they can find you so they can find out what you're doing all over the place. Uh, JeffreyOsborne.com. Pretty simple. I got my website up and then everything is on there. My All my dates are on there. So my merch is on there. Everything's on there. Yeah. I love you, sir, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming today. Give it up. Give it up. Thank you. It's beautiful. It was a beautiful pleasure for us. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And no one's going to see this. They're just going to hear this. But here we go. Thank you so much. And Shreya uh, Black, who is so funny, thank you for dropping in and talking with us. And tell people how they can find you, Shreya. Well, they can find me Monday through Friday on the best TV show on the internet, Michael Call Your Morning Show. You can find me across social media platforms, Australia Black. You can find me over here on iHeartRadio with Michael Talks to Everybody. What? (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Josiah, tell people how they can find you. Hey, you guys can find me at JosiahBJones.com. JosiahBJones.com on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Everything is at Comedian. Josiah. It's all one word at Comedian Josiah. And I'm telling you, man, listen, we, I'll make you laugh out loud. If not, you'll laugh on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Thank y'all all. Thank you all. I'm your boy, Michael Kai, world famous, world renowned, often talked about. And you can always find me on my morning show five days a week on YouTube, the Michael Kaya Morning Show. We've only done 709. So I understand if you haven't heard about it. Also, I'm right here at iHeart. Three new shows every week. And this is like the most beautiful artist I've had an opportunity to interview, Mr. Jeffrey Osborne. It made my whole week, my whole month. I appreciate you. Thank you for saying yes, King. I appreciate it. Give Miss Sherry a hug from me and my lovely wife, okay? I sure will. Hey, y'all, we got to get out of here. This has been great. Uh, as Michael talks to everybody, we out. Remember, keep God first. Life is a garden if you dig it. And guess what? He digs you. Have fun today. And just remember... We're here to have fun. If you ain't going to have fun, why the hell are you still here? Get out of here, why I ought to. Okay, catch you on the rebound. See you, everybody. It's a beautiful day. And bye. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs>You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien. 
host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more. And listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.